This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Welcome. It's Pat and Stu today featuring uh, Jeffy. Hi, Pat. I'm Jeffy. How you doing? Okay. It's good to see you. you. Yeah, you too. Good to see you. What is this? What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm just saying it's good to see you. It's yeah, what kind of weirdness is going here. on here? No, there's something else going on. Absolutely what is it? not. I'm just happy <laughs> that you're here. Good to see you. Uh, really? I'm glad you're doing well. Uh-huh. Yes. Are you? Are you glad? Yes. Mm, okay. As Why if. would there to be something? I don't know, but I know there's something sinister bubbling under. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's good to be back. I, you know, I, I've been gone for a while. I know. Just sick as a dog or a pig. I'm not sure which gets right. sicker. Either a dog or a pig, one of the two. Uh, but uh, this flu that's happening, I guess, all over. Yeah, I mean, the breakout is, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of states that are in dire need of some people... Not breathing on each other. I've never believed in the flu <laughs> shot, but uh, I'm ready to get it. I was. I'm still was nasty. I'm still concerned. I, this is the first year in uh, several years mm-hmm. that I didn't get one, and um, I, after reading the report that you know it's still a major breakout right now, I'm thinking yeah. maybe I should. That's not fun. I don't know. You maybe should. You maybe should. I. You know. I. I. I'm always leery of. Vaccines to begin with, and (laughs) my wife was just—I was just talking to her about getting a flu shot. She's like, "Uh, "What else do they put in that?" (laughs) I don't know. Nothing. Probably not a thing. Nothing. Not a thing. I don't know what they. But I mean, what a mind control device? Is that what they're doing? Is that what we're supposed to be worried about? I—I don't know what it is, but um, the thing I kind of worry about is is being injected with the thing so that you don't get the thing. Right. And because I inevitably I'll get the thing if you inject me with it. 
I mean, isn't that what's supposed to happen? Kind of, yeah, but your immune system's supposed to, it's not enough. No, I, or I, I don't know how the whole thing works, but, you know, I usually get it. And so I yeah. just don't avoid, I just avoid that. And if it comes, it comes. But, man, this was bad enough. Yeah, I mean, my father-in-law oh. went uh, down for the count last year after his shot. I mean, oh, he, he said, I might as well have just had the flu. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he and, just got it. He probably just didn't get the flu. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that would probably be the case. But, um, you know, like my wife can't get them, can't get the shots because they're, you know, allergic to eggs. Are there, like, scrambled eggs in this yes. thing? Or? Yeah, they, they huh. make them with, with the scrambled that. eggs. And they a little salt and pepper. It's not bad really? going down, huh. yeah. I, I'm not yeah. sure how eggs really help uh, yeah, the, fight uh, the flu. That's what they mix it with. Why? I don't know. We need to look into this. Maybe that's the part that my wife doesn't like. <laughs> you put eggs in there. I you don't put want eggs. eggs. In there. I don't want eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the whites. Uh, all right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. But uh, they're calling it the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Some some are. Uh, I think for three quarters it was one of the more boring, boring. Super Bowls yeah, of all time. I would and then. Agree with that. Once uh, New England finally kicked into gear, it did become pretty exciting. It was a lot of fun at the end. It sure was. And I'll tell you, I, I was on the uh, texting uh, back and forth a couple times with a person who's a huge uh, Atlanta Falcon fan. And uh, when would the, his name start with point, and end in ETH? It does. Mm-hmm. And at one point he was. Uh, I, they were. I mean, they were up by 21, 21 were, to nothing. At one point they were up by twenty five. And it was. I was like. I mean. I got to tell you, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was tough to think about New England coming back, but at that time, I was thinking, you know, I never. When they were only up, when they were up fourteen to nothing, I thought, you know, it just doesn't feel like they think they can win this game yet. They just mm-hmm. didn't think that they could win the game. And then when they went up 21 to nothing, I remember thinking, well, I mean, it's, that's come tough to now. overcome. Come on now. Even if you don't want to win something, you're up 21 nothing. Yeah. I mean, you got to pretty much throw it away to lose it, right? Yeah. Eh, eh, and that's what they did, man. I mean, New England, for the most part, looked like they were going to win the game. It didn't matter what. Yeah. There were, what, three or four minutes left in the third quarter, and it was still 28-3. Right. Before the Patriots finally scored and made it 28-9. Even at 28-9, it should have been over. Right? It should have been over at that point. They score the touchdown, you think, okay, well, maybe they still do have a shot. And then they miss the extra point. Yeah. So you think, oh, it's over. Okay, well, they've still got to make two touchdowns and two (laughs) two point conversions. There's no way. No way. I mean, maybe they get one of the two two point conversions. Nope. Uh, Nope. (laughs) Get them both. And, you know, with Tom Brady, you just don't bet against the guy. You just don't bet against him. And Atlanta, I'm not sure. That final, that last drive that they had in regulation where they. All they had to do was kick a field goal or keep the ball. But, I mean, drive in. But kick a field goal. They were in field goal range. And then mm-hmm. uh, we get a penalty and a sack, and they're out of field goal range. What right. time left for Brady to drive down the field? Yeah, I'm trying to think. of Is that the sack uh, that Kyle Van Hoy from BYU it made? Been. Uh, it might have been. It might have been. He made a, a really big sack in the third quarter. Uh, and I think that's about the only stat he rang up, but it was a big well, this one. This was in the fourth. So it was a big one. So, yeah, that, it was probably after that. Because um, I think that sack came from Hightower or Flowers, one of those guys. Uh, but the, the linebackers for the for, uh, uh, Patriots played really well third quarter on. And, and Man, in those first three quarters, they sucked. But they third quarter on, 
they were tough. Wow, that defense went. was tough. The offense kicked in, and then it was the Patriots again. And so it was the first Super Bowl to ever go to an overtime. Uh, right. It was, it was the um, – Man, what, what was I was trying to think of all the firsts that happened. First time a coach has ever won five uh, Super Bowl titles. First time a quarterback has ever won five Super Bowl titles. Uh, so right. all of that happened with Tom Brady and, of course, Bill Belichick. Brady was 43 of 62. Wow, he threw the ball 62 times. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> 466 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Uh, he was 12 of 16 for 150 on the tying and winning drives in the fourth quarter in overtime. Uh, I mean, as soon as they got it to 28 all and it went to overtime, I'm thinking, okay, if they get the ball, they win. It's, it's over. over. It it is just over because they can't be stopped right it's now. Over. They're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna beat them. Which is why that is the dumbest rule in don't all like of sports. Jeez, I hate the NFL overtime I'm thing. Not. It's ridiculous. It puts way too much emphasis. On who wins the coin but toss. But that's what they want, right? Because I mean, if you that's... win the coin toss, well, that's just luck. That's luck. So I drive down and score a touchdown. Well, now Atlanta should have a chance to do that. Why, why, do, why does only one team get the ball in overtime? It's the dumbest thing of all time. If you, if you want to, you know, give them uh, at least an equal shot, put them both at the 50 if you don't want to do two more kickoffs or one more oh, kickoff. Right, right. Put the ball at the 50 and go from there. It doesn't have to be the college uh, way at the 25-yard line. That's too easy for pros. Right. So put them at the 50 and let them go from there and let both teams have a shot. Play it out until somebody wins. Until somebody... It's not that tough. Why, why do we make this so difficult? It's, it's a stupid rule. I mean, it, because now in almost every case, the winner of the coin toss, I'd like to see the percentage on this, Winner of the coin toss wins, wins the, the overtime. Wins the game, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's I'd love gotta, to know that. It's got to be high. It's got to be 70 or 80%. Gotta, I bet you it's got to be. 888-727-BECK. Also, uh, Lady Gaga's performance, um, I, I wasn't offended by it. I, I was Is it just either. me? Is it just you and, and Glenn? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I, I <coughs> wasn't offended at all. I thought it was a good I show. Care. I thought it was, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, my daughter was dancing around too, and I, okay, fine, let's, thank you. I mean, I'm not a big Lady Gaga fan of her music. I, in fact, I, I barely know it. Um, I know it because of my, you know, because of my wife and my daughter. But like she's a lot of high stuff. energy. Yeah. The song came out in 2011, the Born This Way thing or whatever. And yeah, that's got overtones of inclusion and diversity, and all of those things. But I got over that stuff a long time. I, I mean, whatever. That ship has sailed. Big okay. time. I, the, the Lady Gaga Born This Way ship sailed in 2011. I got over that. I get it. She thinks that we should include homosexuals <coughs> and, and, and uh, blacks and Hispanics. And you know what? So do I. I, I mean... I don't want to ban anybody to their own island. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's quite a concept. I, I know. I'm not saying we need concentration camps for blacks, Asians, and homosexuals. I'm wow. not saying that. So, wow. <laughs> whatever. Wow. Now, if you want to say they're born this way, they're not born this way. The born this way thing seems to get in the way of the whole gender deal. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, I don't know how you get, you, you get to have it both ways. 
in the, okay, we're born this way if we're homosexuals, but we're not born this way if we're transgendered. Well, wait, what? I think it's all born that way now, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think well, they're trying to have it If you're it both born ways. that way, then you're a boy when you're a boy, right? If you're born that way, because that's how you were born. You're born a boy. Okay. But I guess she's saying you're born that way, that you're a girl inside of a boy's yeah. body. So in that eventuality, who made the mistake? God? I, I'm just really confused on that whole thing. I don't get it, Something. but I don't care. It's Lady Gaga. I don't care. I don't. And I guess we're supposed to get fired up over it, but I'm, yes. just, I'm just not. I, you know, I barely got fired up over Beyonce's much more offensive thing last year. Yeah. With the militant uh, anti-cop thing. I thought that was terrible. Um, but, I, I mean, we only we barely touched on it last year. Yeah. And this thing was even less offensive, I thought. But uh, I thought it was really cool how she supposedly jumped from the top of the stadium, which something was up there because part it of that was pre-recorded yeah. part of it w- wasn't. I got to go with that with you on that. I can't find it anywhere. And maybe it's just because, you know, during the, during the show, it had I was to trying to find it. Because they cut away from it. That, Why would you cut away from, from her the, falling from, from the roof? From, that's the shot. Yes. Right? I mean, that's the yeah. shot. But they, she jumps, and it looks fake, and then all of a sudden, Here she comes now she's the actually coming, and you can tell that's right. real. So she didn't come all the way from the top. I don't know if they had something th- that wasn't long enough. Uh, they didn't have... Uh, that thing was obviously... The harness she was wearing was not long enough to go all the way from the roof to the stage. Is my guess. Right. Well, I mean, they would have had to have one of those uh, the European cranes sitting out there, right? To, yeah. To yeah. drop her in and out, right? Yeah. And I'm sure there was quite a safety issue there. So they did part of it pre-recorded, and then they picked they her up live. They used the same studio that uh, they said uh, was the moon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she jumped off She jumped off the top of the stadium. Houston's and, famous you know, for that, I man. know. They're famous I know. for that. Might you, as well use... We paid for it. How, Might many, as well times, use it. how many times are they going <laughs> to trick us over there at NASA? Bastards. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people are uh, upset about it. I, I'm more upset with the hacks that they had all through the day on the seven and a half oh, hour pregame show. Oh, my God. I could not bring myself There were some bad bands. Holy cow. Some bad bands, some bad interviews. It's like you can't fill seven and a half hours with quality stuff. You just can't do it. It's... I mean, at least NBA, Fox couldn't do it because there was a lot was of stupid of interviews and a lot of bad bands. I saw the bands. Oof. I saw some of the bands. That's why I, I, I just I, I turned that away. I couldn't do it. Because I, I knew few... if I sat down and started watching, I would be like you going, why are they doing this? And maybe it's just me because I'm not a big country fan, but I thought that was uh, the performance done by, um, and I, I can't remember the band's name, is it Zach Brown Band? The Zach Brown Band. This old man or my old man or something. It's supposed to be a touching song about your dad. It was just you didn't so cry? bad. I no, I didn't cry. Did I just bring a tear to your eye. It was such a bad performance and such a stupid song. I it didn't. And I, I apologize if that moves you. And you know you. I feel that way about my dad, too, but the song doesn't move me because <laughs> the song ain't good. <laughs> but again, I'm not a big country fan, so maybe Well, that's, it's, uh, still, though. Maybe I mean, that's what the deal was. Uh, but there was quite a, few, quite a bit of that yesterday. It was like, okay, 
We've we've bit off more than we can chew as far right, as filling time. Hours. Why does it need to be? I mean, doesn't need to be that long. I mean, I saw a shot of uh, of uh, Chris Wallace doing his Sunday morning show with the backdrop of the stadium behind him. So I mean, they did the whole day there. Right? Whole day. I mean, it was the, it would, didn't yeah. matter what show you were you were at the stadium for the Super sure. Bowl. That's that's a lot. It's a that, lot of coverage. That's buying, that's buying into the event, man. Let's say the event starts at 5:30, which it did, right? Kickoff at 5:30 Central. Yep. Would it be reasonable well, to we had start to, we had coverage? Wheel, we, had to, we had to wheel the, the coin toss people out. <laughs> yeah. Thank I mean, you. We, Thank so you. I'm glad you got wasn't the H.W. Really Bush thing in there. So anyway, but that, I, I digress. Go ahead. Yes. So it starts, you know, regular coverage, 530. Right. right. Would it be so terrible to start the coverage at 2? 2? 2.30. Let's split the difference. Let's three hours? Three hours of pregame. Remember wouldn't that, that be enough? To, you'd, think, you'd think so, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be enough? You'd think so. I would think so, but, uh, you know, I you'd guess I'm so. wrong. With all, the, with all the other shows that you have on, maybe referring to, uh, hey, our three-hour pregame starts at, uh, at 2.30 Central. Yeah. I mean, that's not that bad a thing. Instead, you've got these people we've never heard of or seen before, Interviewing people we've never heard of or seen before <laughs> with movies we're not interested in coming up, and we're talking to them about football. What is that? It's, they, they love football. It, it's just bad. They it's love just, football. <laughs> they love football. They love football. And they, and they love talking about their upcoming project, whatever it is. We love football. Listen, I am a big fan of the NFL, and I love the NFL. Did I tell you I have a new movie coming out? Yeah, you did, and I am not interested still. <laughs> uh but then there was the uh, Hamilton cast. Um, these guys are always trying to do something PC and something bizarre. Oh, of course. I, I I don't get what it is because I've never seen this production. But I have not either. All you hear from people who've been to New York, heard of New York, flown over New York is, you've got to see Hamilton. You've got to see That's Hamilton. That's been a while now, too. Uh, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So this cast is a big deal. And they, uh, they sing America the Beautiful. Um, three of the of the black girls from the musical uh and they good. A- added the line um from physical studies with brotherhood you know how it ends at america the beautiful i can't think of it right now but they added sisterhood to brotherhood and people are all pissed how off about they? that here's another thing i don't really care how dare they i, I missed their performance because on purpose uh, I didn't want to see it. I didn't know it was coming up, and they promoted it and said, oh, okay, good time to go get something to eat again. <laughs> <laughs> so they just couldn't piss me off yesterday. I try as they may, I guess. And they tried. And they did try. And they did try. They tried a little bit. They did. Um, also, Mike Pence uh, showed his appreciation for veterans by escorting two wounded vets to the Super Bowl. That was a cool thing. And then... As you mentioned, H.W. did the coin toss, if you can call it that. It was more of a coin drop. I'm sorry. It I was know, a coin drop. I know that Roger Goodell said that he talked to him after they got out of the hospital and he wanted to make sure he was still good to go with it, and they said yes, absolutely. And, you know, it was, it was good, and it's President Bush. It's his hometown. It's Houston. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Mm-hmm. I love it, but... I thought they put him in a bad situation. Why, why didn't he An go awkward in the golf cart or something? He can't, get, apparently yeah. he can't get out of the wheelchair now. Maybe not. wheelchair bound, which it yeah. could be the case. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing it is since, uh, since that last night. But Bless um, his heart. Look at him. I know. It, just, I know. it was sad, I thought, because he, he so obviously, too. he's still, 
you know, recovering or still sick or, or now he's just gotten old enough to the point where he's just not, he, he can't quite, he can't quite pull it off. And so uh, I thought they could have helped him out a little bit. A little. You know, I thought a they could have helped him out. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents to uh, with Jeffy coming up in a second. But you know what you can do in the meantime is take a positive step towards self-reliance. Uh, we talk about things that can go wrong. There's a lot of different variations of disasters that can come our way. One of them, you know, is just weather. Uh, we get some pretty severe storms yeah, through here sometimes and it, it can knock out power. You could be without power for a little while. You could have an ice storm or a snowstorm and it just makes sense to call my Patriot Supply and order food. Just get prepared for a few days or a few weeks. Easy to prepare emergency food, which tastes like home cooking, lasts up to 25 years. Do it today. How much would that cost you? Well, I mean, if you're how, how far are you gonna go? You're gonna, gonna go four up, weeks? You wanna if, go four if weeks? You go, if, you, if you order it and you say, yeah, I wanna order it, and you know what, I'm gonna start with the four week plan. What, right. what are you up to? Five, $99. bucks. 99 bucks. What? $99. And that includes the shipping, Jeffy. That includes the what? shipping. What? Handling, too? Uh, and the handling. What? Uh... <laughs> they, handle it. they handle it for free. Is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. Everybody else seems to have to charge an arm and a leg to handle things. I mean, I've been charged a lot over the years for handling, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they don't. Uh, so call them today, 888 888-411-5290 or at preparewiththeblaze.com. <laughs> oh, man. Hi, it's uh, Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy today. Uh, of course, Jeffy's here every day, so whatever. Uh, we're trying to do something about it. Give us a little time. You know, these things take time occasionally. What would you do? Never mind. Uh, all right. So uh, our president was uh, talking to Bill O'Reilly. That was part of the uh, seven hours of pregame coverage. Fabulous coverage. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's part of the seven hours of coverage that I heard was coming up next and happened to miss. I don't know how. What? I tried to get back. I could, just couldn't find my way back. I thought, where? Is that television again? You know it's here somewhere, but I, I couldn't find it in time. Oh, look, there's uh, the kitchen. Yeah, and so I found that on the way, and so I got waylaid. Anyway, here's a little, uh, here's a little piece of Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly. So another big week for the Trump administration. Judge Gorsuch, that rolled out went very smoothly, I think. Yes, it did. All yes, right. it did. But the uh, refugee deal, not so much. I think it was very smooth. You had 109 people out of hundreds of thousands of travelers. And all we did was vet those people very, very carefully. You wouldn't do anything differently if you had to do it over again? Look, I in mean, life some of your people things. didn't really know what the order was. Well, that's not what General Kelly said. General Kelly, who's now Secretary Kelly, he said he totally knew. He was aware of it. And it was very smooth. It was 109 right. people. What was 109 people? Uh, the extra... Uh... 109 people that uh, were detained that weren't supposed to be. Oh, okay. Right. Out of how many right? did he say? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds right. of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> okay. And, and Kelly, who's mm -hmm. now Secretary Kelly. Right, general, right. I call not him General, general Kelly. Mm -hmm. Secretary. Uh, he said it went very, very smoothly. Wasn't he the guy that said he found out about mm -hmm. it on the plane? 
No, he said he went, it went very, very smoothly. That's what he said. So. Okay. All right. Okay. So why don't you, you want to wind up on an enemies <laughs> list? No. No, I do not. Secretary Kelly, General no, Secretary No, I do not. As a matter Kelly of fact, if I were, if very I were well, President very, Trump, very well. I wouldn't have changed a thing. No. Not it was, one thing. It went very, very smoothly. Everything went smooth. Like butter. Uh, he also says that he won't rule out uh, defunding the entire state of California over sanctuary city immigration status. This I like, too. Here's, uh, <laughs> no doubt. Here's what happened I there. Like this. I do like this. I just spent a week in California. As you know, they are now voting on whether they should become a sanctuary state. So Bye. California <laughs> and the USA are on a collision course. How do you see it? Well, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, sanctuary cities, uh, as you know, I'm very much opposed to sanctuary cities. They breed crime. There's a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. If we have to, we'll defund. We give tremendous amounts of money to California. So you're California, going to defund. California, in many ways, is out of control, as you know. Obviously, the voters agree. Otherwise, they wouldn't have voted for me. So defunding is your weapon of choice. Well, it's a weapon. I don't want to defund a but state you're or a to city. Do I don't want to defund anybody. I want to give them the money they need to properly operate as a city or a state. If they're going to have sanctuary cities, we may have to do that. Certainly, that would be a weapon. There you go. And I, I am wholeheartedly behind that. I'm, I'm all over the sanctuary city thing. They, you should not be able to ignore uh, federal law. Um, and what so if you don't if like you're, the law, though? Yeah. Well, if you don't like it, then tough. You shouldn't be able to, to ignore the law. And, and if, you, if you want to continue to get federal funds, you need to abide by federal law, yeah, not ignore if it. If you, what if you're like a county sheriff and you think, uh -huh. man, that law is stupid. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You still have to abide by it. Uh, but if you're like the mayor of a city and you mm -hmm. say, wow, yeah. that is dumb and we're not doing still it. Still not moved. Still not moved by really? that. Yeah, you still need to abide by federal law. So, huh. yeah. So, you could lose Weird. your funds. You could lose your funds. I'm all about that. And I am too. And, and trust me, those cities are well aware of that threat. Oh, they are. And they don't. Well aware. They're still defiant about it. Because they don't think it's going to happen. They don't think it's going to wait till it does. I know. Then they'll be screaming. They'll, and they'll be crying about it. They'll be laughing out of the other side of their face then. And then, right. then of course, then it's, then it's, 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 it's our president's fault. Yeah. It's somebody else's fault. And Nancy Pelosi will be on yelling about it every single yeah. day uh, on uh, MSNBC. Uh, here is where the whole interview kind of took a wrong turn, though, uh, as they talked about Vladimir Putin. You talked to Putin last week. You had a busy week last week. I'm pretty busy week, yeah. Busy week and a half. Do you respect Putin? I do respect him. Do you? Why? Well, I respect a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get along with him. He's a leader of his country. Yeah, we know that. I Thank say you. it's better to get along with Russia than not. And if Russia helps us in the fight against ISIS, which is a major fight, and Islamic terrorism, all over the world, right? Major fight. That's a good thing. Will I get along with him? I have no idea. He's a killer, I though. Won't. Putin's a killer. Friends. A lot of killers. You get a lot, a lot of killers. killers. Well, you think our country's so innocent? Wow, that is. Unbelievable. You think our country's so innocent? Oh my yeah, God! I don't know of any do. government leaders that are killers in America. Well, wow. Take a look at what we've mm -hmm. done too. We've made a lot of mistakes. Wow, he doesn't back off of it either. Yeah. No. Mistakes are different than a lot of mistakes. Okay, but a lot of people were killed. So. A lot of right. killers around, believe me. That is unreal. Oh, my gosh. gosh. That is and yet, I mean, what, what will you hear from his supporters? Oh, you took that out of context. No. No. We... Do you know what that means? I, I used to try to explain this to the left all the time. 
Taking it out of context means we changed what he was saying by playing a teeny little portion of it. That's not what happened there. We played the whole context of what he's talking about, and there's no changing it. No. It, it is what it is. He is blaming, he is equivocating what Russia is doing with what we have done. Well, a lot of killers were out a lot of killers. That, no, that part killers sounded like uh, George W. Bush. There's a lot of killers, and a lot of a lot of poor killers. And and just because people are poor doesn't necessarily mean they're killers. They could be. They could be killers if they're poor, necessarily. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily, for sure, mean that they'll definitely be killers. If they're poor. I mean, what is that? Just uh, that's. There's a lot of killers. Uh, no, don't be so sure. What are you talking about? And he won't back. I mean, he's in front oh, of. Oh no, he doubles so. down. Yeah, he triples down. Uh, that's really bad. That is really bad. And when it was Obama saying that kind oh, of stuff, oh my gosh, the right was all over him. These, these hates Trump supporters America. Were, What's he doing? What is he, another apology tour on yep. Fox? Yep. Agonizing. I, I just I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand well, the need I mean, to defend everything he says. Yeah, but Trump. Yeah, that's what it always comes down to, isn't it? I don't um, know how much. It's what it always comes down to. I don't know how long that can go on. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Yeah, but Trump. More patents do with Jeffy. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, but killers. They're not necessarily poor, but they are killers. What? What's the problem? <laughs> you got it. Nothing. An issue of some sort? No, I am. I got an issue. All right. You know, there are times, Pat, when you think to yourself, why? Why would you do that to other human beings? Yeah. And I'm just not, I'm not talking about anything in particular. I'm just talking about, mm-hmm. eh, you know, say you're sick. Mm-hmm. You're really old. Mm-hmm. And people want to see you. So, mm. you know, you have the people that are taking care of you. Will you out in front wheel of a you, billion people for you 50 out. freaking yards? Yeah, I know. It's not good. The guy was the president of the United States. I, do you really want it? Does he <laughs> want to be remembered the way we saw him airplanes in World War II, right. man? Right. Come on. He's a national hero. Right. And, and I will say that Joe Buck did say there's, you know, there's not a tougher man in the yeah, stadium tonight. Yeah, that was tonight. great. I that, know. Buck and, and uh, Aikman handled it really yes, well. Yes, they did. And the players handled it, handled it great. Everybody was. They did. Everybody handled it wonderful. But it's just. Yeah. I'm, I just. And there's a good just, chance some of those captains. That shook his hand. We're not big fans. They did it anyway. The, 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 I, don't I mean, I don't know the, their politics, but you can guess. Sure, but whatever. Uh, so, but it was part of the deal. I, there wasn't anybody I, taking a knee during the national anthem either. By the way, I, I, I rather enjoyed that. That is cool. To make a little, make their little Super Bowl That's right. statement. Everybody's. Just, I forgot about that, and and apparently nobody did because huh. they didn't make any nope. noise about that at all. Nope. Good. Nothing I know. I love Good. Maybe that's that. over. I, 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 hope, I so. hope that's over. Well, I hope so because Kaepernick's gone now, right? He's going to free agency. So, boy, I don't oh. know what team would take him. Oof. Is there anybody who would take him? Uh, probably, right? I mean, I don't I know. I don't know. I wouldn't want him. 
I wouldn't either. I wouldn't That's want that guy. That's a big divisive character, man. But you divisive, know, the NFL. not very good. Uh, you know, he had one decent season. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't want him. Uh, I do want right. Tony Romo, however. So if the Cowboys want to send him to the uh, Houston Texans, please do. Please do. And then Cowboy fans can bitch about him all they want while he wins the Texans their next their first Super Bowl. And he ever. probably will do that too. He would. He, he absolutely he, would. If he goes to Houston, he'll <laughs> yeah, go to their Super Bowl. He goes Bowl. to Houston and forget about it. It's yeah. it's on. Yeah. It's on. They got a shot then. Yeah, they do. To compete with the New England Patriots. Uh, that would be something to see. That uh, would be. That actually would be fun. That'd be great. Now I want it to happen. No, I, I want it to happen that, bad. No, I was actually thinking that Romo, for Romo, I don't know, it might not be a bad thing for him just to be a cowboy. No way. And play backup to just Dak? be a cowboy. No and way. his career as a cowboy. No. Absolutely. He's got too much left in the tank. That guy's got too much left to give. Uh, there's no I don't way. Know. There's no way. He already said he's, he's got a wish list of places he wants to go. Oh, I'm sure he does. Everybody has a wish list where they want to go too. But sometimes Houston, the Texas. wheelchair just goes where it gets pushed. Houston, Texas was the first one mentioned. There was also uh, Denver was on there. Uh, I bet. And I'm trying to think where else. Houston, Denver, and I can't remember where the other one was. I thought I, I only thought of it was Houston and Denver. Who was the other? Uh, one? I don't think it was the New York Jets. Uh, I don't. He wants to go to a contender. The Jets are never going to New York. Nobody wants to play for the Jets. <laughs> no, nobody wants the Jets. Nobody wants to play for the Jets. Uh, the Jets don't want to play for the Jets. Right. So uh, no, I can't remember the other one. But he's got. I mean, if they can find a way to get rid of Brock Osweiler uh, in Houston, or to he should be good. He. Actually, should be a good quarterback. Well, he's like seven foot eight. I know. He, he's got arm strength. He throw about 150 yards. I, I don't know why he's I'm not, not. I'm not sure he's what's just wrong not. there either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but, um, well, but he'd be a good backup. Tony Romo's the way to go. Tony Romo. He'd be a good backup to Romo. Yeah, I take that. All right, triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Small Mississippi town is fighting back after the mayor uh, was forced to remove a Christian flag. Um, hundreds of residents in a small Mississippi town took part in a demonstration on Saturday to fight back after the town's mayor was forced to remove a Christian flag flying over a local park. What? Um, he was forced to take it down over the Veterans Memorial Park after the Freedom From Religion Foundation threatened the town with a $500,000 lawsuit. you got to love the Freedom from religion people. So since the town is just several hundred residents, William said his hands were tied. The predominantly mm. Christian town was not happy with the situation, so they decided to organize a demonstration where they would rehoist the Christian flag. And All you have them. to do is threaten. Threaten a lawsuit. Right. And everything comes to a standstill, and we just bend over backwards for these idiots. Um, uh, they said, uh, we're not going to let other people or a foundation or anybody else up in Wisconsin, tell us we can't fly our flag. Good for them. You're going to take one down, we're going to put 100 back up. So they're, they're claiming, I guess, that they're, they're going to put it back up. Um, but they'll just get sued again. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you win this battle if you don't at least look at the United States Constitution where it says nothing about separation of church and state. Not a word. Not one word. No, it's in, in the, the U.S. Constitution. Constitution about separation of church and state. And if we, if we don't ever 
take a look at that and realize, hey, wait, we're putting ourselves through a lot of misery we don't need to go through. Uh, we're going to continue to go through it. <laughs> when will we learn that the Establishment Clause is like one line, and, it, and it's a real simple one, and it's the Congress can't make a law establishing a religion, period, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That's exactly That's why you says. can't fly a flag over a... Yeah, I'm not sure how that establishes a religion. Perfect. Make perfect I still sense. don't understand how that I, establishes I a religion. I, I don't either. It's crazy. It, it's absolute and madness. Even, and I don't understand how a flag flying over some memorial, a Christian flag. It doesn't hurt anybody. Stop. If you don't like it, you know what? Don't look at it! Right. Don't look at it. Oh, look, I hate that Christian flag. Keep walking! <laughs> it's not that tough. It's really not that tough. It's not that difficult at all. No. Uh, all right, so the Boy Scouts have caved again. Yeah, uh, they did. Man, they continue to cave. Yeah, they did. And, and you knew they were going to do that. I mean, once you start <sighs> caving. Yeah, you just, you don't stop. Nobody ever stops. They gave in never on, enough. They gave in on the homosexual boys can join. Okay, that's fine. Uh, then they gave in on homosexual leaders. Uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All, all right. I, I guess it's kind of weird, but and it didn't. All change, right. You know, and as far as, as far as many of their the rules that they have for leaders and children, with that statement, it really didn't change much. Um, you know, I mean, I kind of familiar with a little bit of the insider of the scoutings. Really? In what and, way? Uh, well, I mean, there's a you know person uh, in my family, a yeah, couple people. That family. your wife is obsessed with the Boy Scouts of America. She is, and my son will be have his eagle here. My youngest son will, is he going to get his eagle? He'll have his eagle here real soon. Yeah. So I mean, it really didn't change much of the rules that they have for leadership, being with children, and everything. So I mean, she. No, she does not say this. I say this. Mm -hmm. Why don't they just make it scouts? Be done with it. And then it's girls and boys or? Scouts. Yep, just be done. Whatever. Okay, well. I mean, that's what they do in Europe. Here's that's what they, they might as well, instead of the Boy Scouts. I mean, they're, they've caved this far. Yeah, well, they. Let it go. And here's more uh, of the caving of the Boy Scouts of America. Here Hello. Hi. I'm Mike Serbot, Chief hey, Mike. Scout Executive of the Boy Scouts yeah. of America. I'd like to update you on an action taken today Please by do. our organization great, so that we can continue to serve as many youth and families as possible. All right, let's hear it. Scouting is about one thing. What? To prepare young people for life with the goal of instilling in them skills that develop character mm. and leadership. Yep. Sure. We and others have recently been challenged by a very complex topic on the issue of gender identity. For more than 100 mm. years, Maybe the go BSA, along with schools, youth sports, and other science. youth organizations, no, they... ultimately deferred to the information on an individual's birth certificate to determine eligibility for mm -hmm. and participation in science? many wow, programs, hateful. especially single-gender programs. Uh, that's what After I... weeks of significant conversations at all levels of our organization, we realized that referring to birth, birth certificates, certificates right. as the that's reference right. point uh, yeah, is no longer sufficient. That's not sufficient. Communities that's... and state laws are now interpreting gender identity differently yeah, than okay. well, then you did in the past. As well. And these sure. new laws vary right. widely from okay. state to state. Mm -hmm. Starting today, we will accept Starting registration today. in our scouting programs based on the gender identity provided identity. on an individual's application. Uh, okay. yep. All right. We will also Good. continue to work with families to find scouting units that are the best fit for their children. In summary, I'm we've taken you, the opportunity I, I, to evaluate and so update our approach. I hope so you will with join it. with me 
and embracing the so opportunity to bring scouting with more families and children. It can benefit from what our program has to offer. The BSA is committed to identifying program options that will help They're us truly to serve the whole thing. And this program. is an area that we mm. will continue to thoughtfully mm -hmm. evaluate to bring the benefits of scouting to the greatest BSA number of you possible. Committed to BS. All yeah, while yeah. remaining true to our Listen core to this beliefs. Garbage. Outlined. No, in you're the not. Scout you're not law. remaining true to your core beliefs. No, you're That's not. That's bull crap. No, no, you're not. That I mean, is you're, bull you're remaining, crap. You're remaining core to your core beliefs that you've already changed from the core to a new core to another core to another core. I mean, if you're going to deny science, the gender on someone's birth certificate, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. And, and you know, both my boys, uh, my last two, were what is right under e Eagle? Uh, life. life. Yeah, life. And, and at, those, at that point, I was like, okay, I, I don't know. They're caving on everything. I know. And so I just didn't care anymore. And then eventually, if you don't get them by the time they're 14, they don't care either. I mean, they've got other things going on in their life other than scouting and tying knots and earning merit badges. So when I was done, I mean, they were pretty well done. And I, you know, at, at church, my church is probably by far the biggest supporter of Boy Scouts in this nation. Mm -hmm. uh, and every time they do the fundraiser, I'm, I just won't give it to them anymore. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm you can give all you want. You can love the organization, and I know you guys do. I'm done. I that just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're going to deny what's on someone's birth certificate, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It does seem to go against the core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, while while pretending that you're still hanging to your core values. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shut and up. And I knew, you know, I, what pisses me off is that they had a cave to begin with. Yeah. Why yeah. don't they just stick to their core values like they say they are and then tell everyone mm -hmm. else to mm -hmm. put the core values mm -hmm. where the mm -hmm. sun mm -hmm. doesn't shine? Yeah, they're just not going to. And they're not. And when they first caved, that's when it was over. Yeah, I was. It was. That's when it was over. I mean, it really was. But this is uh, this is amazing. Now you're just denying nature and reality and science. And so, who's the science denier here? I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. That's about why. That. Hey, look. If you want to. If you want the inclusion, just call it Scouts. It's not the Boy Scouts. Right. It's scouts. And change your core values because you it's have changed scouts. them. No, just well, we haven't changed. No, we haven't changed the core values. We're just changing <laughs> okay. our name. All right. Just changing our name from right. Boy Scouts to Scouts uh -huh. because uh -huh. we, you know, uh, we want to include everyone, which is our core value. Right. Yeah. Well, it is now. More patents do uh, with Jeffy coming up. <laughs> it literally is unbelievable. It is. It is. Uh. Triple eight seven two seven back. Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy. Triple eight seven two seven back. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So Saturday Night Live had Melissa McCarthy on. Yes, they this did. weekend, and, and we saw her ad uh, for uh, Kia. Oh, uh, uh, the Super Bowl uh, was it Kia? Was it Kia? I don't know. It was. 
Yeah, okay. It was some global well, was a, warming. Was yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah. Car, it was, right? it was, it was the, the Kia Eco or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Kia. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the commercial, some of the commercials stuck a little bit. Yeah. And she joked around. It was it was funny because they played a little joke on themselves about mm-hmm. being, hey, you can still care about the environment with not actually going out and falling off ice cliffs and being right. slammed into ships with whales. And um, oh, you had the Kia ad. Yeah, yeah, let's watch that now. And then we'll look at our Saturday Night Live performance. Hey, Melissa, the whales need your help. I love whales! Go, Melissa! Let's protect those whales! Yeah! (laughs) 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 Ooh. Hey, Melissa, now the trees need you. <laughs> the ice caps are in trouble. <laughs> yep, that's how fragile they are. They split apart that oh, easily. Just like that. Just like that. Oh. Hey, Melissa, now the rhinos need saving. Rhinos! Uh-oh. It's oh, hard to be an oh, eco-warrior, but it's yeah. easy to drive like one. Introducing the most fuel-efficient crossover, the Kia Nero. Yeah. They're trying to get all of Hollywood out of their Priuses. That's good. That's going to be I a mean, tough task. I will be a tough task. However, you know. Yeah, it's okay. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. And um, she was on uh, Saturday Night Live. She was. Uh, this weekend, she played Sean Spicer. Who is our and, new uh, White House press secretary. And she. It was funny. Was hilarious. Here's a, here's a peek at that. Before we begin, I know that myself. <laughs> I mean, that's that's funny. That's Sean Spicer, isn't it? He, uh, down, he, to don't, the he don't talk so good. And it is interesting how they spin. They're going to start spinning where I'm apologizing to me on your behalf. Oh yeah, and I don't accept your apology. Yeah, I don't accept it. It will come to that uh, if it real. hasn't already. If it hasn't I mean, really. already, this might already be obsolete. I don't know. Hello, uh, Pat and Stu with Jeffy, 888-727-BECK. Stu, as always, and we'll hear about this tomorrow, as you know. Uh, I said the Super Bowl. Do you guys hit the Super Bowl? You ever, I go to the Super Bowl every, every year. year. And, of course, this was, was the greatest Super Bowl, Super Bowl ever in Super Bowl history. I was there at the Super Bowl. Were you guys at the Super Bowl? Where were you guys when the Super Bowl was happening? The Super Bowl was on, and I was there at I the Super Bowl. I was comfortably sitting in my... Yeah, where I I always want to be. Not paying 20 bucks a beer. Not wasting a penny. Not wasting a penny on a crappy ticket in a nosebleed section. Not doing it. And spending 30 bucks on a hot dog with fries. Yeah, didn't need to. No. No. No.
Didn't need to. That's where we were. Had me a delicious burger that I grilled my own self. And, uh, and uh, it was fantastic. In my own little living area there, huh. watching a screen there of my that, own choosing. Uh, you know, you know, not a 19-inch black and white. No, it is not. No, it's not. It's, it's a little bit a bigger than 19 black inches. And white. A little, just ever so slightly larger than 19 inches. Yeah, but I mean. And not much. Yeah. You know. You don't need more than that. No, you don't, you don't need, need much more than 19 that. inches. 21 tops. 20, 21 tops. You have a, and that's diagonal. You know, that's across like that. So It was still black and white. But right? it's, it's, it's color. Yeah, it's still black and white. I'm, okay. I'm hoping to get a color one day, but uh, that's still okay. better than actually paying $4,000 <laughs> right? to be there or whatever it was. <laughs> I was kind of looking at some of the tickets to, to maybe get an idea of what, what you would have to pay if you wanted to drive the four hours to Houston and... And check it out. $6,000. That ain't parking either, bro. No, it's not that parking. That's not feeding. feeding. That's only one person. That's not taking anybody <laughs> with you. $6,000. Uh, you, you know, that's the drive to Houston, the, the event would cost, because you'd stay overnight, obviously. And, I mean, it would cost $15,000 for a pair of people for to two go. two people, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's ludicrous. A good, that's a good weekend. That's ludicrous. That's a good weekend. And, and maybe Stu got it for cheaper than that. I don't know. But, uh, well, first of all, he's only for himself. Right, because right. he's I mean, not bringing anybody. Everybody who everybody he goes is with the stag group, pays right. their own. Yeah. So it's not. Right. You know, he doesn't, doesn't allow the wife to go. Secondly, they do this every year, so they kind of know, know what they're doing. Sort of A little bit of the ins and there. outs, and they, have, you know, they stay at different places. You yeah. know, so. They find a place far enough away that it's not going to you know, bankrupt them to stay there. I don't think they had to take out a loan to stay there overnight. Probably not. Um, still, though, still, you come down to the money. wire on tickets. A lot of money. You coming down to the wire on tickets. What's the cheapest you're going to walk away with? A uh, couple thousand, couple probably. grand, maybe. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, and and where are you are you are you? Did they move you out of the way to let Gaga jump and then put you back <laughs> at the top of the stadium last <laughs> yes. night for two thousand bucks? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, you aren't lying. But, Why don't you uh, guys go get yourself a thirty dollar hot dog? Because. Gaga's got to jump from here, and then will you guys come back and sit down? No, he'll never tell us what he paid. He'll never tell us what he paid. Uh, but I, I would know. love to know. I know. And we'll hear about it uh, tomorrow, except for how much he paid, which is the only part I'm interested in. Right. <laughs> right. The only part of the weekend that he just experienced that I'm interested in, and he won't tell us that. <laughs> oh, we're going to find out. Uh, you think? Oh, I'm going to find out. All right. You do some investigating and find out about that. I'm going to find out. Meantime, uh, Donald Trump has uh, said today that all negative polls about him are fake news. Hello. All of them. All negative polls. If it's a bad poll on Donald Trump, it's fake. It's not real. So. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean every one. Can you believe the unmitigated gall of this guy? Every one. If it's, if it's, not, uh, if it's, if it's not praiseworthy of him, it's not even real. I, I just boggles my mind. And then those who follow him so blindly are all, yeah, that's right, because everybody does love him. Every single person agrees with him. How can you, how can you even begin to believe that? I you? mean, the, the Melissa McCarthy, Sean Spicer wasn't far off. Really wasn't. I mean, when you're talking about every negative poll is wrong, it's fake news. Come on now. It's hard to believe. Hard to believe. It sure is. Triple eight seven two seven back. All right. Uh, we had a live audience in here the other day talking to Glenn about the Nazarene Fund, uh, the refugee deal. 
and uh, George Soros. And here's how that went. We can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, and it has been another remarkable week um, with uh, politics and the media. Kim, where do you want to start? I want to ask about the Nazarene Project and where that stands now, especially since on the news we're hearing that Christian refugees might be given some priority to come to the United States. Well, if Christian refugees are coming to the United States, then you don't need the Nazarene Fund. Um, and that's a good thing um, because they've been trying to get into the United States and we've had to kick the doors down and open up six different countries, I think. Um, and we have moved 4,000 people. Um, the last number I heard was 11,000 people affected in one way or another, you know, whether we moved them or made their conditions better. Um, but that number has got to be a lot higher, and 4,000 is probably closer to 4,500 by this time. Um, we are now in a period where we are maintaining them. We had to promise these countries that we would take care of them for two years, give them language, make sure that they were set up. Uh, so that's kind of where we are now. We're working with the countries and with the people in those towns. What's amazing to me is I don't know why we don't talk about um, going back home. Um, almost all of the Christians that we have moved want to go back once hostilities stop. They don't want to. They don't want to stay, and they don't want to stay because that is the motherland, if you will, of Christianity, and they feel a great responsibility um, to go back. And it's fascinating to me that. All we are talking about is bringing, rescuing people and bringing them over here, and then they're setting up a new life. We haven't worked with the Muslims, so I don't know if they want to go back. Um, but it would be interesting to know that. Do they want to go back, or do they want to live here in the United States? And if so, why? Yeah. Does that answer your question? It does. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Did, how many people were involved with the Nazarene Fund? It was, you should know that you, you know, if, if we were politically on the other side, it would be one of the biggest things in the world. It is truly remarkable what this small group of people did. I mean, there will be great, great rewards for, for what you've done. You, you don't have any idea when, you know, when, when you saved girls from sex slavery and um, put the family back together, when we're hiding moms and their children from their brother who wants to honor kill because they've switched to Christianity. I mean, it's remarkable. It's remarkable. And this audience did it. And I hope you feel that. I hope you feel we've had to be so quiet about it because we couldn't tell the countries and we couldn't put people in danger that it has really been amazing that the audience was so involved and yet you were so far away from it all. I, I, someday we will tell you all of the stories when it's passed because they are remarkable. Miracles. We saw miracles. Who's next? Yes. 
Well, Glenn, first of all, I want to say it's an honor. I'm humbled. It's yeah. great to sit here in your presence. It's the closest I've been to you. Wow. I've watched many of your shows. I've been to many of your events. Which ones? I've been to 828. Uh, that was fantastic. I love the geese scene that came over That's that. what everyone remembers. Oh, yeah. I remembered you too, and, and, yeah. and I, it, it just definitely tells you that there's a divine reason why you're here, Glenn. There's mm. absolutely a divine reason. Thank you. I've been out to Arizona, went out there and watched your seminars out there. Thank so you. I've been to many of your events. Um, my question is, and I sat here and listened to you this morning, that we had enough. We've had enough. We've had enough in this country. And I sat over the weekend watching how the protesters, how did they get assembled so fast and so rapidly in this country? I know you and George Soros are great buddies. Oh, so. we're like this. <laughs> yeah, so, One so, of us has a knife for the other's yeah, chest. And so, I think that's him. Uh, and, uh, and when you go back and you look at the, uh, the Agenda 21 and we, and we look at all these issues that are out there, how can somebody not be considered a terrorists by funding these type of actions that are going on? Because terrorist is a pretty big word to throw around. Um, he is known as an economic terrorist in many countries. He has collapsed three economies. Um, and I believe he will be behind the collapse of this one when the time is right and when the ducks are all in a row. Um, he is the major funder behind the radical uh, left, and you're exactly right. Um, how, how did these people put this together so quickly? I mean, I don't know if you've seen the Women's March dot, I think it's womensmarch.com website. I, I mean, when we put 828 together, we, we struggled. We didn't even know what to do to put a website together. We had no idea. We had to, you know, people start calling us and saying, hey, we're going to bring a bus. And we'd say, hey, could we put your bus on the website? And I mean, it was organic. That website in a week had all of the bus routes. They had, you know, uh, uh, Florida at womensmarch.com, you know, Indiana at womensmarch.com. They had all these things that as somebody who's put these events together, with a second job, you know, all of us, when we put those things together, that wasn't our, that wasn't what we did. That was, we were doing that moonlighting. We didn't have time to do any of that stuff. How did they do that? Lots of money and lots of help. And I, I will tell you, I am, I am gravely concerned about, um, I think we have two sides that want to blow it up. I think we have, um, Donald Trump does not, I don't believe he wants to blow it up, but Steve Bannon does. Steve Bannon has just been, he has just been made um, uh, the, the president's proxy for the national security meetings. Now, how, how does that happen? A political advisor in those meetings without the president. And they've just gotten rid of the military advisor. The Joint Chiefs of Staff used to be there. He's out. And so is the head of Intel, out. Now, why would you do that? 
Why would you take military and intelligence out of that meeting? Why? Perhaps because you have a plan, perhaps, this is me just wargaming, perhaps because you have a plan that the military you know will not say yes to, they won't agree with those things. We want to go, let's just say, we want to go much softer with Russia. The military would say, absolutely not. The intelligence would say, absolutely not. But if it's a political organization, then your National Security Council can say whatever you need it to say. I don't know why that happened, but that's one of the scariest things anyone on my team has seen yet. In um, September, he said uh, to Vanity Fair, darkness is good. This is Bannon, chief advisor to our new president. Darkness is good. Darth Vader and Satan. Now that is real power. He has claimed that he is a Leninist. And when they said, you mean you're a Marxist? He said, no, I don't agree with what he was pushing for. I'm a Leninist. I believe what Lenin did to gain power, tear it all down. That is who I am. So you have a guy who is pushing for instability, tear it down, pushing for the argument. On the other side, you have a shadow organization taking real people, our neighbors, and souping them up for the streets before really he's done anything. Last week, what the heck was that march about? What was that march about? Yes, the man has said things. Yes, I don't like what he said, but he's now our president. How did you get millions of people to march around the world for what? And then the very next weekend, you do it again. On what? That wasn't a Muslim ban. That, that is, a, that is a, 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 a hold. That is, that is absolutely reasonable to say, I want to hold and look at the process. That thing was in process to be boycotted before the ink was dry. So what's, what is this side doing? They're, they're souping the streets up and playing right into fears, playing right into anger, souping them up. What's this guy doing? Souping them up by attacking, by attacking the press. We attack the press, we feel good makes these people say, these guys are insane. We're, we're, we're headed for a train wreck. I hope I'm wrong. But a train wreck of biblical proportions. Well, that was my other question. What the, the follow-up was, uh, what is really the end game here? I keep asking that. What is the end game here? Power. Power. Power and money. Power. Power. And power money. and money. Power and money. Money it's powerful. and power. Powerful. Money and power. It's powerful. Am I right? Who's with me on that? Yeah, 100% with correct. Me? Thank you. 888-727. Back. It is uh, Pat and Stu, and this is, of course, uh, Jeffy. You know, the fact is, your current phone carrier uses your money to undermine your beliefs, and they spend tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office. I, I was 
stunned at some of these uh, companies, and some of whom I'd heard of a lot, some of whom I'd heard of not at all. I know. But they'd spent upwards of $100 million. Millions of dollars. It was actually shocking. It was unbelievable. Some of the money that these companies are spending. And they're all doing it behind your back. They don't ask you, hey, do you want us to invest in um, Planned Parenthood for you? They don't ask you that. They just do it. Nope, we just do it. But there's an alternative. Jeffy, do you there know what is? that is? I mean, you it's don't. It's Patriot Mobile. Oh Pat. my gosh! It's Patriot Jeffy Mobile. Jeffy does know what it is. They offer. Thank, thank you. Good for thank you. you. Thank Jeffy. you. Jeffy thank knew. You. He knew the answer. Patriot Mobile. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I knew it because they offer nationwide talk and text right? with high-speed 4G LTE data. Yes. And they do it with competitive prices. Right. And donate up to five percent of your bill to a conservative organization. Of your choice. Right. It, so like the NRA or, uh, you know, a pro-life organization, not to plan parenthood. And you'd be able to sign up and tell them where you want your money to go and all of that. So switch today. Patriot Mobile will buy out your current contract too, up to $500 per line. And then they'll throw in a free iPhone nice. uh, 5S as well with a $50 unlimited talk, text and data plan or a free Galaxy S5. Uh, really good deal. <laughs> Call really now. Good. Patriot Mobile will waive your $35 activation fee with the promo code Pat and Stu. Pat and Stu is huh? the promo code. Okay, so go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Hi and welcome, Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. World leaders again duped into investing billions of dollars into uh, manipulated global warming causes because they keep manipulating the data, and then they'll tell us, "Well, the consensus is clear. The science is in. There is no dispute. There is no discussion." That's why we can't have a discussion. It's already done. We're done with the discussion. The science is clear. There is complete consensus. No, there's not. Uh, the Daily Mail, uh, and I, I'm trying to think, there is one of these uh, London newspapers that does really good work, and I, I think it is the Daily Mail on this. Uh, Stu probably knows better, but they, they're the, one of the few that actually cover this in a real way. Realistic yes. points of view. Yes. And they show that, <laughs> hey, there may be another side to this. Maybe I haven't heard it. Uh, but they've revealed um, evidence that the organization that is the world's leading source of climate data rushed to publish a landmark paper that exaggerated global warming. I mean, how many times have we heard this? Over, over and over. and over again. It never ends. And was time to influence the the uh, big in Paris Agreement on climate change, of course. Amazing. Of course. One of the one of the high time. level. I know. Every time. It's agonizing. And then we hear, oh, that was manipulated and it was wrong. Oh, but we just no. There's cl- there's consensus. Uh, you're a climate denier. And if you bring up any of this, you're, you're, you're just wrong. a climate denier. One of the high level whistleblowers uh, told the newspaper that America's National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Noah. 
breached its own rules on scientific integrity when it published the sensational but flood report. I'll tell you something. There is no scientific integrity when it comes to this bullcrap. <laughs> I know. There is none. It certainly doesn't seem that way. There isn't any. There, there is no integrity. There is no scientific integrity when it comes to global warming. All they want you to do is shut up and, and listen to what you're fed. Just we're going to feed you. You just shut up and eat it. You just shut up. Well, but what? Shut up. <laughs> and they jam it down your throat. You said the earth was going to be warmer by <laughs> right. another 84 degrees <laughs> right. by now. And you said we wouldn't have snow anymore. Shut up! And they just keep <laughs> shoveling it down. So on the one hand, we're in the West. They've got, like, for instance, the uh, Sierra Nevadas have 20 feet of extra snow than they normally have this time of year. 20 feet more than they normally have. So what are they focusing on? Like, I don't know, Des Moines, Iowa or something where there's four well, inches there's less. None. Yeah, there's Right? None. That's going to be the case every single year in every single country. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to get more snow in parts of the country and less in others. But Utah and the West are getting hammered this year. So what you're saying is that it fluctuates. The weather. Yes. Yes. Change. So some... <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure I have yeah. it right now because okay. I, I, I don't you seem to be getting it. If if mm -hmm. it's some years, it might be really cold over here, right? Mm -hmm. And then really warmer warm over here, over there, uh -huh. and then right. A few years later, it might be really warm <laughs> over here, yeah, but colder. And a few of those colder over, over here. there, where it was warmer, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, huh. I, I would also huh. say that some years there's going to be a a lot of snow in your area. In other years, there's not going to be as much. <laughs> you're going to think, wow, we didn't have very much snow this year. And the next year, you're going to think, what the hell? Can we stop with the shoveling? <laughs> and that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I, and that's happened my entire life. Oh, my God. I mean, I grew up, you grew up, you know, in Montana. In the north. But I mean, yep. I grew up in Michigan. And oh, I can remember, like oh, my God. Sometimes. Snow, ice storms. Yep. Rain, and then some winters would be. Where's the snow? That's Nobody called bad. it global warming at the time, though. It was called um, uh, weather. That's what it was called uh, back in the day. You know, <laughs> it's weather. Yeah, well, the weather changed. Yeah. Or we had a Chinook this year, and, and the wind was blowing differently. It was blowing, <laughs> blowing from a warm direction. Okay. I, I mean, Unbelievable. Because uh, there were times when I would walk, and I remember it distinctly, I would walk to school in snow up to my thighs, you know, because I was obviously shorter. Um, and it would be up to here on me, and I would be trudging. It would be really tough to get through the snow. There would be other years where we'd barely get any. Right. It, it's just been a reality on this planet because that's the way it is. The, the climate, it, it, the weather changes. It goes through cycles. And, and the sun goes through cycles. I don't know. There's a two million degree burning so orb we, in the sky. What we do is we travel yeah, around right. it. We, we around go around like sun. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, once we're, when we're going like this, we turn mm -hmm. at the same time, right? Right. And, and that, sometimes the those, sun hits what us marks at different the days. angles. Yeah, and the seasons. And then there's other stuff that goes on on the earth that wind. Uh huh. They, Isn't that, that weird? That changes all the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Kind of amazing. So, and it's usually not the CO2 the that's making it so warm. It's usually that $2 million, $2 million degree burning orb in the sky. Uh, so, 
I think that has a little something to do with our weather. Yeah, call me crazy. I think it has a little something to do with the weather on this planet. So anyway, no, these, that's impossible. These boneheads, that's impossible. They continue to manipulate this data, and then we're just supposed to swallow it all the time. The report claimed that the pause or the slowdown in global warming uh, in that period since 1998 never existed. They claimed the world temperatures had been rising faster than scientists expected. These are both unbelievable, blatant lies. And uh, it was launched by the NOA, by NOAA, with a public, public relations fanfare, splashed across the media all over the world, and it was repeated sure was. by politicians like Barack Obama over and over and it over sure again. Was. Not only is it, is it happening, it's happening faster. It's happening faster than we believe. Uh, no, it's not. The data shows it. And we said it over and over at the time. No, it doesn't. Look at the... I mean, all you have to do is step outside. And you know, it's, it's, it's no hotter than it ev- has ever been. I mean, let's say it is 0.9 degrees warmer today than it was 100 years ago. Is that anything a human being notices? No, it really is not. And especially since we hit our peak of warming in 1998, and it's flattened out ever since. I mean, it's ludicrous what they're doing to us. It is, and that's why I continually call it a hoax, because it is a hoax the way they're presenting this thing. Uh, And they completely manipulate the data they go back and change the data. They make it uh, uh, cooler back in the past so that it looks warmer now. I mean, over and over they're doing these little tricks. He, the whistleblower uh, who Dr. Is John Bates, one of the top to scientists, a, yeah, yeah. Uh, said it's shown that he has irrefutable evidence that the paper was based on misleading, unverified data. And I love this part. His vehement objections to the publication of the faulty data were overridden by Noah's yeah. superiors in what he describes as the blatant attempt to intensify the impact. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, we, that's what the whole uh, Paris exchange, climate uh, deal was based on, yeah. was that impact, as what becoming known as the pause buster paper. Well, oh they, my gosh. they had to do something about the pause. They had to, because it was... It's been going on, in reality, 20 years now, because it actually started, I think, in 1997. It's 2017 now. Yeah. So we are oh. in our 20th year of this pause. And they, they can't have that. None of the computer models predicted anything like that. Not one of their models said, well, now they have a 20-year pause, but then it'll kick right back in and get hotter than ever, and it'll go up five degrees a year <laughs> until it's so hot that we're all incinerated. I mean, none of them predicted well, any of that. Well, on top of which, the computer models themselves, even with right data, didn't predict it. No. But the computer models that are saying that it's, we're all going to die were all based on all faulty material anyway. Yes. I and mean, it's agonizing. Yeah, it, it is. It truly is agonizing. And even if you believe their dire predictions, only, the only time it gets dired, dire is like after 2100. The year 2100. So you're assuming that, let's say that happens. Let's say that we're wrong and they're right. And there's going to be a four degree temperature rise by 2120. Well, you're assuming that in the next 103 years, we're not going to come up with anything. We can't. 
that slows that down or stops that in any well, there'll way. There'll be no changes in 100 years. I mean, I mean, we'll go backwards in 100 years. <laughs> Think about how far backwards we've gone in the last 100 years. That's what I'm kind of saying, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, there's, I mean progress could not be made. No, progress there's been almost no, be just the last five years. It's almost like we were back to the Renaissance time. Right. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous <laughs> to get all worked up over this. It's absolutely ludicrous. It most truly is. 888-727-BECK. More patents do coming up in a minute. It's just a money laundering yes. scheme. Yes, yeah, it is. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. You know, one of the things that kind of bothers me that I've I've heard a lot over the last uh, couple of weeks since the Patriots made it to another Super Bowl is I hate the Patriots. They're always in it. I don't like them. I I hate the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady. Why? You they, have since, too much. they win too much. Since when in this country do we hate success? Why is that a thing? It certainly why, has become a thing, boy. Why do we hate people who are successful? Why would you hate Tom Brady? Because he's really good looking. He has a really beautiful supermodel wife. He's won five Super Bowl championships. He's led his team to five Super Bowl championships. Um, went to and one you of hate your them leading, for that? Went to one well, of your leading academic institutions, the University yeah, of Michigan. Right. I don't... I mean, we didn't used to be a country... I mean, I know we cheer for underdogs, and that's fine. But why would you hate the successful people isn't that the that's the whole mode of the left isn't it and the it sure is income inequality nonsense I, that, so should we redistribute some of the patriot championships to the atlanta falcons because they don't have any i mean that's where you go with that kind of stuff uh, absolutely right? and, and trust me there's some atlanta falcons fans that would be happy with that keith malinak's probably one of them <laughs> uh, but uh, what happens to the losing team's uh, championship shirts I think they wind up in Africa, don't they? Yeah, don't they? they? I think they do. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I, I always heard that they did. After the big game of any sport, fans and players are going to be clamoring for a commemorative bird's touch, which we see all the time. I mean, everybody wears, the, you know, as soon as, as soon as a team wins a championship, they're sporting the new gear that's uh, for sale now at NFL.com for $800. Uh, based on strong sales after the Chicago Bears 2007 championship win, Sports Authority printed more than 15 thousand shirts yeah but what happens to the old stuff the loser the loser shirts um yeah it's a lot of this printed it's shirts a lot of, can at the store shelves uh they wind up a group a human international humanitarian aid group called world vision uh collects all of these unwanted t-shirts and then they distribute them in uh to pittsburgh and then they're shipped <laughs> overseas oh, okay. to people living in disaster areas so that's why <laughs> goes to Pittsburgh. If there's a, let's say there's a an earthquake in the Congo, you you're going to see a lot of people uh, with Atlanta Falcons uh, t-shirts. I don't think you will. World champions. I don't think you will. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think this year they'll the say no thank you. They'll say no thanks. No, I'm not wearing that thing. I'll go naked. Are those the the Falcons? <laughs> no thank you. Those losers, they've never won a single Super Bowl. <laughs> they blew nope. a 25-point lead in a quarter and two minutes. No thanks. <laughs> but I think that is what happens to them, yeah. right? Because you always see them on the homeless in urban areas, 
and you see them on uh, on Kids in Africa when you get some yeah. shot. They, of, again, they got to print it up. I remember, I remember when um, you know, obviously it's a story in every city when your team goes to the Super Bowl and they talk about what happens if they lose. Well, there's been eighty five thousand. You know, all the store owners have got their orders in, and if mm-hmm. they win, then their orders are automatically shipped to them. And some of the stores have to actually sign uh, waivers, like uh, if the team doesn't win, the boxes do not get opened and they get shipped back. You know what I mean? You haven't yeah. met your store ready to sell, but if they lose, eh, eh, no, we're not opening them and selling them. And uh, I'm sure the NFL comes in and burns your entire store down and takes your family and rushes them away for ransom if you sell them. I'm sure so, they do. So, I mean, stores mm-hmm. are pretty good about sending them back. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, apparently there's a genius theory out there circulating for how Clifford's owner, you know, the big red dog, Clifford, Clifford, biggest dog in the world, what is it, 25 feet tall or something, um, how the owner of Clifford would, would, how Emily, I think Emily's the owner, right? If I remember from my, uh, from Clifford reading to days. my kids, uh, how would Emily pick up his poop? Well, first of all... <laughs> Somebody's got too much time on it. You'd be hands. very careful. That's about the, it. that's the first thing. You need to be very careful about it. But is there a video of this? Is that what we have? I hope so. No. Oh, no. we got. We have. We should create a video. Yes, we of should. Of how to pick up Clifford poop. Uh, the most feasible option apparently is that it would train Clifford to poop in a dumpster. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's around 25 feet tall. So based on the average. Weight and height of a regular lab. Uh, someone estimated he, he would weigh around <laughs> 87 tons. If yeah, he was to poop in proportion dog. to a human by weight, that would be around a 1,320-pound dog do uh, per day. 1,320 pounds. That's so, a good yeah, amount. You, you wouldn't want to move that. You wouldn't no, want Emily to have to clean that up. Well, that's a good amount. And that's also, uh, i got to tell you... Um, I never thought of that when I was reading to the kids. Uh, Where would Clifford Pooh go? No, it's not something that ever occurred to me. <laughs> Daddy, what happens if the dog poops? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that tonight, kids. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. We'll talk about that in the Don't morning. Don't all dogs poop, <laughs> Daddy? Go to sleep, okay? So we're all out of time. Um, <laughs> although we do have time for uh, this quick trailer from uh, uh, the latest Beauty and the Beast trailer. Ooh, have this you could be a big show? movie. I haven't seen the latest. This is good. Here it is. So big. My dear Belle, you're so ahead of your time. This is a small village. You are the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. Nobody deserves you. And it's small-minded as well. But small also means safe.
If she is the one who'll break the spell, you must finally learn to love. Tell us all the time. Have you really read every one of these books? <sighs> Some of them are in Greek. True as it can be. Hopefully that won't bring back Celine Dion. That's that's all I ask. Please, just just don't start playing Celine Dion again. But it's beauty of the. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? I'm guessing that that will probably make a couple of bucks. Yes, it yes it will. <laughs> I'm uh, guessing it'll make a couple. I of bucks. I just heard this that the actual story, the actual uh, book, um, in it the father. Trades his freedom for his daughters. For Belle? Yeah. With the Beast. He makes a deal with the Beast. Take her and let me go. I mean, that's pretty ugly. So in the Disney-fied version, we don't... Wait, It doesn't happen like that. Wait. Doesn't happen like that. Wait, the father trades... His his freedom for for her imprisonment. He sells out his own daughter in the book. Oh, that I understand then. I'm sorry. I thought it was just the other way. (laughs) That, I mean, if you're imprisoned by a beast, if, yeah, of if course you're going to sell out your daughter. If you've got a hot daughter living right? in town, you might as well sell might her. Might as well out. use it. What do you got the hot daughter I mean, for? Thank you. Yeah. All right. Beast, you're killing a, me here. What a surprise! You got her instead of me. <laughs> so yes, that's I mean, the uh, Jeffy version. Thank you. Which, I mean, I understand uh, it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty ugly. That's uh, real but, ugly. You know, you find out in. So many of these fairy tales that they're ugly stories. Oh, they all are dark, they're pretty dark. And you don't and think nasty. about it until oh, I love this story. Yeah, and, and you then you read the real it. thing. Peter Pan's the same way. Peter Pan's pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> Mary Poppins is not a happy chick, and so when you read the actual stories, uh, a little bit different. And, they're not. De- and dis- then they stabbed each other in the face <laughs> with giant swords, right. and they both die, kids. Okay, oh. good night. Right. Love you. Triple eight seven two seven back. We got a spoons episode uh, coming up. Oh nice. It should be fairly interesting. What yeah. Food. It's food. Okay? It's yeah. meat. It's, it's I know there's meat involved, so we're pretty excited. Santa meat. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got we've gotten to the bottom of the uh, Celine Dion situation. She is on the new oh, of soundtrack. She is. she is on the soundtrack, which sucks. And Peebo's not dead. Well, we didn't say that on the air. No. So, but thank but you. I just wanted all those people who were sharing. were worrying about it. No, because the original the original Beauty and the Beast was sung by Celine with Peebo Bryson. With Peebo Bryson. Mm-hmm. But this new one is going to be sung by Ariana, Ariana Grande. Of course. Yeah, she's yeah. hideous. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa hey. Whoa. Ariana Grande, she's an anti-American idiot. And no question about that. Idiot. If they just keep their mouths shut and right? sing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Things would be much better. All right, so we've got a Spoons episode, but we're not sure uh, why, except <laughs> well, it's, it's shaped like a football. <laughs> it's Super Bowl Spoons. It's, so for, it's, it's, look, it's leftover from the Super Bowl <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Made from Somebody had a Super Bowl. Foot, a football-shaped sausage come, that they didn't eat. Weren't so there we're any going leftover to? wings or hot dogs or <laughs> hamburgers, cheeseburgers, something? Wouldn't that have been good? But, yes. Uh, this is summer sausage. In the shape of a football. What must that taste like? Look. Again, this is only for science. <laughs> Look at that. See? Wow. You could throw that uh, to in a fact, friend. As a matter of fact. <laughs> See, in fact, you catch it. Oh, boy. Let's go go long, Brad. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I'm going to lose it in the lights. No, wow. That, that, <laughs> it's hefty, isn't it? That right yeah. there, that is yeah. some meat. <laughs> It's the meat. And, All right. And that, we've just handled it's a, it. So. It's a little damp, too. <laughs> well, it came out of refrigeration. Woo. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of gross. I mean, that is really... Pungent? Yeah. Mm. That smells like sausage. It, it does that smell like summer sausage. <laughs> like and sausage. there's some sort of... <laughs> you know, I've just had the flu. I might have to say... Oh, great. I'm going to take a Pasadena on the summer what? sausage. What? Wait yeah. a minute. You just touched it. Uh, I know. But not inside. No, not inside. He just touched uh -huh. the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> What's so is that, funny? Is that good? Oh, oh this it's, looks good. Looking good? <laughs> we also good. have uh, bacon, harbin, bacon habanero uh, chips to try mm. with this. Uh, so here, Brad, come and take oh, some yeah, I'll sausage. come. I'll come get it. Do this. I'm gonna try a bacon. I don't think I, I know what any. sausage tastes like. I think. Me too. I don't think I can stomach that right now. The sausage? Yeah. I don't think really? I don't, think I don't think I can. Is it good? Yeah, actually. I got a whole thing going on, and I don't think I can mm. stomach that right now. On a scale of one to eighteen, what do you give it? Nine point six. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. All right. It's what about horrible. the bacon habanero? I'll Make give those a. Uh, are these 7 Eleven chips still? I don't know. World market. All right. I'm going to give those an eight or nine. Although they, yeah, they do have a little kick to them. Wait, they, got, like a they got a sweetness yeah, to them. Yeah, they too. do. I like a nice these zip bad. to my chip. <clears throat> those are pretty good. Maybe more than a nine. Maybe like an 11 for those. Mm -hmm. Maybe an 11. Yeah, these, oh, they deserve double digits for yeah. sure. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, we it's, a, it's that sweetness. It's got that little, that little taste of sugar. And a little kick mm. in the back. Mm -hmm. On the back end. Yum. Okay. All right. Did you have like a story that. that you wanted to share, too, before we're out of here? We've got a couple minutes, and I just want to share. I, I shared this uh, on uh, my radio show on Saturday and got a lot of heat for it. So I'm just going to remind you again that the daycare in Texas, uh -huh. that put up the little sign that said, Hey, you're picking up your child. Get off your phone. Your child is happy to see you. Are you happy to see your child? Don't ask me that question. We have them in daycare. <laughs> we have seen children trying to hand their parents their work and completed. I was just making sure yours is on because you sound like you're coming from across the room. Oh, my microphone's right here. Oh, All right. So we have heard a child say, Mommy, 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 and the parent is paying more attention to the phone than their own child. It is appalling. Get off your phone. Um, I just want to remind the daycare that. Uh -huh. I'm paying for you. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm paying for you. I'll pick up my kid any way I want. Uh, that's okay. a sign in Texas? Yes. Of people telling uh, parents how they should parent? Yeah. That would piss me yeah, off. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Now, I, Although, I, I if you're it. on the phone. I know. And you're about to run over children, I would think maybe. You're picking up your kid. And, I don't you know, know. Maybe it's appropriate. Mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, didn't you want to see the little necklace I made out of shells? No. No, no you little brat. No. Look at him. No, I'm, leave it here. I'm I worked sending out a tweet. Leave me alone. I worked it up. Right? Right? I'm on the phone. Zip it. <laughs> okay? I've got a Facebook post I'm working on. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's how you handle children right there. The place doesn't close for another couple minutes. Go back inside. I've had six of them. I know. This, that's how you do Thank it. Thank you. All right? Thank you. Shut up, you little brat! Thank you. And then you move on. But I wanted to right. show you I wanted to show you my special drawing. No! Shut up, you little brat! The picture is getting clearer and clearer now. <laughs>